It's time to take a K-Drama Coffee Break with the K-3. Welcome to the K-3's Actor Series. I'm Jen. And I'm Marisa. And you, welcome. You are a part of the K-3. We are K-Drama fans just like you. And today we are talking about one of our favorites, Bayduna. Okay, so Marisa, Beiduna. She's been our favorites forever, <laughs> right? But uh, even before we started K-Watch. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. For you. For me. Did, when did you first discover? I first discovered her in Sense8. I watched the first episode of Sense8 and I didn't really get into it. And then when I started watching K-Dramas and we watched Stranger, I was like, and you were just gushing about her in Sense8. So I went back and did my own super cut and just watched just Beiduna's scenes. I'm sorry. I know that show was a massive hit globally, but I just... I honestly, I watched the first episode like you did and was like, oh, it's not working for me because it just wasn't. And then I dropped it. And then my sister watched it and got really into it and was like, she's like, you need to keep watching. And so I was like, all right, I'm not doing anything. And so I like binge watched to like episode three. Mm -hmm. And then I was all in. Like I just binged the rest of it. And uh, Puck Sung was, she was the greatest. (laughs) <laughs> she was amazing. So if you haven't watched Sense8, Sense8 is like about these eight people who were all born exactly at the same time. And so they are kind of mind meld linked. And so they can kind of step into each other's existence. It's a it's a Wachowski thing. So definitely, you know, it's going to be a little bit out there. Um, but it was, she plays a, um, uh, she is Pak Sun and she is a Chebal daughter. And, but she is linked, but she's also a like underground, like martial arts fighter. <laughs> she was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I definitely noticed her because yeah. obviously, like, when you have an Asian person, never mind someone who is Korean in a show, yeah. like, that's a big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm Filipina, but um, whenever you see any sort of representation, you're like, who is that? And I didn't know who she was, but then I couldn't really attach to the show. But then when I went back, I was like, oh, uh, I understand what's happening here. Yeah. Like it was, I just, she was, it was, she was amazing. She was the, she was the best character in the whole. I yes. So totally yeah. agree with that. She was amazing. And so that was my first. And then when we started getting into K-dramas and I saw her in Stranger, I was yes. like, <gasps> That show is a revelation because it's a it's a procedural. She plays a cop mm-hmm. and our detective, she goes up against his or she partners with a detective played by uh he's a prosecutor actually. Oh, he's a prosecutor. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, she's the cop. She's the detective. She's the detective. Yeah. And it was with uh Cho, where's his name? I just had Cho Sung Woo. Cho Sung Woo. Yes, Cho Sung Woo. Um and he plays a vi- for a musical theater actor. He played a very, very low-key um, prosecutor who had had a lobotomy, a lobotomy when he was a basically, child. Basically, that's what it was. Yeah. So, the, I mean, it is a K-drama. But she was a whole different kind of cop, a whole different kind of detective. They had a different kind of relationship. And it was a really solid crime drama. Yeah, absolutely. And then... What was interesting for me, and and then she had the, the season two of Stranger. Season, so two. season one and season two of Stranger. And I, to get ready for this podcast, I went and rewatched uh, Stranger 2. Wow. And there is something about the, and you, I noticed, I guess I noticed it originally in Sense 8, but we've watched her for so much. But there is a naturalness about her acting that is just, 
she's like she watching her act is effortless. She is so good. That's a really good point. She's different than other K drama actresses, and I I mean she's done a lot of Western films. She Mm -hmm. did Cloud Atlas. Mm She did um, Jupiter well, Ascending and mm-hmm. Sensei, all Wachowskis. Yes. So she's she's like a Wachowski girl. Yes. Yeah. And she's, you know, fashion icon, yeah. Louis Vuitton model. What do they call them? Um, muse. Yeah. So she's ambassadors. Ambassadors. She like literally, she just, she operates on a whole different level. Yes. <laughs> like that's it. Like she's, it's almost like the rest of us are just like. We're just, she, it's her world. We just live in it because she just is so above it that nothing seems to face her. It's, yeah. it's amazing but watching her work. She's beautiful, but she's not classically beautiful. No, yeah. She's got, she's so physical in almost all her roles. Yes. Um, yeah. I just, she is just, she just, the way she just acts, like even just like smiling at someone or just everything just feels like she's almost actually living that moment. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, she's yeah. just so good. Very natural actor. Yeah. Which I think is where she ran into a problem with Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. 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 So being Westerners who don't speak the language, although you're studying Fungal, mm-hmm. yes. um, there was criticism for her performance in Kingdom because it felt like she was too contemporary, mm-hmm. too modern for this period piece, even though it's... <laughs> It's just an era with zombies, so it's not real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a historical documentary, but I think it had something to do with her. And I again, when you go back and you watch it, like if you started to study Korean a little bit, like you kind of notice it a little bit. But um, uh, I think it was her cadence with the. Uh, it's almost like Shakespeare, right? And so if someone who is, if has all the, you know, modern vernacular and is trying to do like, you know, I'm not, I don't know Shakespeare it's, lines. No, but it's, it's like Keanu Reeves and Much Ado About Nothing. <laughs> and I love Keanu Reeves. But yes. So do I, but right? yes. Exactly. Like you've got this kind of like, you know, there's a cadence that isn't quite happening there. And I think she did run into a little bit of that problem. Yeah. She is such a modern, natural mm-hmm. actor, but mm-hmm. I still loved her in Kingdom. Kingdom. Let's talk about Kingdom. Oh my God. Um, so be. So be. Yes. And so, but we were waiting for her to kick ass at some point. Right. So she did in a different kind of way. Yes. With her mind. Yeah. And I loved it. I love that she was the smartest person in the room at all times. Yeah. It never, it did not matter where she was or who she was in front of. Yeah. She was smarter than every single person there. <laughs> That's right. So she was a doctor mm-hmm. helping the prince played by Ju Jun. As they battled and tried to find the source for a cure against these zombies, these hordes, hordes of zombies. zombies. And what was the cure, Marisa? <laughs> Ice water. Ice water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's kind of like, what was, I mean, it worked. It worked in the story. But it was kind of like, what was that movie that came out? And it was like, air. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Or maybe it was water again. You're just like, wait, what? They're allergic to water. This planet is twenty. There's like seventy five percent water. <laughs> like it was just hilarious. Oh my but gosh! Yeah. But yeah, that show was a ride. <gasps> and if you're if you're new to Beiduna or you haven't watched Kingdom or you've been zombie averse and you haven't yeah. been ready to dive in, but now you're ready. Um, you lucky you get to binge two <gasps> seasons instead of how long did we wait in between? I want to say a year, if not longer. I think it was longer than a year. And it the was way painful. that series series season one ended. That was, and because there were only six episodes. 
Yeah. And mm. they were like 40 minutes each. Yeah. It was oh, a long it, was wait. it was such a long way. Yeah. But yeah, her and Kingdom, like, and but there was a moment where she went to like, you know, Beiduna Sonbeck uh, mode. And she like has this flaming cape that she wraps around her and cakes the baby and leaps through a window through all the zombies. It was amazing. And I think all of our little Beiduna hearts just exploded with joy. Yeah. And how she saved what was his name? That was my other favorite part in uh, season two. Was it two? No, it was one. No, it was two. Season two, when she saved the um, the uh, ma- magistrate. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the in the cell. Oh, that's and then right. He, then he had a crush on her. Then she told me it's symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he was a big baby, and she <laughs> she could outsmart any creature right? coming after her, whether it was a magistrate yeah. or whether it was right? a zombie. <laughs> uh, I just she just there's just something about her that is just so just. You know, she's down to earth yeah. for someone who's like fashion model, successful actress, superstar. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Like even watching um, uh, Stranger Season 2 again, mm-hmm. like her, she's playing like a... Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Like she's she's not the she's not the PowerPoint person. She mm-hmm. is like a, a, a what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. Right now. Okay. Thank you, subordinate. <laughs> she's playing a subordinate, uh-huh. and you believe it 110. percent Oh yeah. We're like when we just got done watching um Chirisan and uh Jun Ji Hyun was playing a subordinate. I was like, oh, I'm not really sure I'm buying this. I'm not really sure I'm buying that she is. She's got a boss. <laughs> Like I'm having a hard time with that. And there, yeah. there's just a different, there's just a different cadence to her. Like mm-hmm. I truly and fully believe that she's like listening to her, her oh, sunbay yeah. and like taking orders. And at yeah. no point is she going to not listen to that. <laughs> like it's a fascinating thing, really. Because it's hard. That status thing is hard sometimes. Yeah. Especially in certain roles. Yeah. Um, because that's also in Kingdom. Because yeah. even though she's a doctor, she's a woman uh-huh. in Joseon era. And we're talking about, you're dealing with a king. Like, right. he, he's in charge of everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. And yet she's somewhat equal to him yeah. and rev- reverential, but not in a supplication kind of way. So she's, but yeah, totally, totally believable. Can you tell we just love her so just much? Lo- she's just, she's our favorite. Yeah. I mean, she's at least my favorite. Yeah. This is a podcast of us just gushing right? about her. And I think that was why we wanted to start with her because why not start with the one that you can gush about the whole time? Like even in Matrimonia Cast, which at first when we started watching it, we were like, I mean, it's good. It's fun. It's kind of, it was kind of her first that I'd seen her in, which was like a relate a relationship, relationship drama. Contemporary relationship drama about yeah. a couple of couples yeah. dealing with marriage problems. Yeah. Which I was, yeah. it was a little bit like, it really wasn't what I was expecting from Beiduna, but it reunited her with, with Detective Moon from Sense8, so I was all in. Sunsaku. Sunsaku. Oh, uh, oh. I, He's a man. I mean, Sung and Detective Moon were everything for us in the Sense8 fandom. <laughs> there, yes. Oh my God, we were so happy. Yes, like that, how that relationship built oh. was really... Oh. It's almost like he was laughing at himself the right? entire time going, I'm obviously falling for her right? <laughs> and I'm going to try to take her down and that's not going to work. No. <laughs> but and I love the, her. That whole like, that whole like ritual fight slash mating dance in the cemetery. <laughs> the cem- was, oh yeah. Oh, and then we, and then since Sensei, we've seen that cemetery in almost every K drama. And I'm like, that's the Sensei cemetery. It's hilarious. <laughs> so yes, it all comes back to Sensei. Yeah. Right? 
So in matrimonial chaos, they are not together, but then Boom. they, but then there's a moment. But but I feel um, like they were just doing like fan teasing, fan service teasing on that one. That totally was. Yeah. That totally was. But that was that. I don't know. That's a that's a tough rec- show to recommend. Yeah. Um, I don't think it did well ratings wise. Matrimonial chaos, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to see. I mean, so much, so many K dramas are. You know, they're geared towards women. Yeah. And so, and that's why you have this structure of male lead, female lead. They're going to get together. It's like a romance novel. You know where this is going and it's the journey that gets you there. Exactly. Does the journey, is the story of the journey satisfying? And you know how it's going to end. Although occasionally, not so much anymore. There's K-drama, someone always used to die. Right. (laughs) I'm really glad that's no longer a way. Or go. I'm sure I would have stuck with them. I know, or go away for years. But yeah, there's definitely a romance (laughs) Um, draw yeah. to K dramas and matrimonial chaos was not that. Mm-hmm. It was a hard, that one was a hard, sell. realistic yeah, look was... at relationships and people being unfaithful. Actually, that's the big thing. That's what it was. Yeah. A lot of people, viewers, and I get it. You don't morally you you cannot side with anyone right. who's cheating. And how do you root for anyone? And you don't want to see it. Yeah. So, no, yeah. it was hard. It was a tough mm-hmm. one for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it was big enough. So we all watched it. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. So. And there were kittens. There were. Oh my God. That's right. The kittens. There, yeah. Yeah. There were kitty cats there were, in there. Oh, I there love that. Of, there was some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And there was some stuff too. So there was, there was definitely some positives for sure. Oh yeah. I'm not sure I'd recommend it for a binge though. Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay. So since we're gushing about Beiduna. Mm-hmm. We have more. We have a new drama coming out for her that is about to drop. Uh, as we're recording this, the Silent Sea has not dropped yet. It's about to drop. We're going to be coming back with another podcast to talk about it. So please stay tuned. Um, but holy hell, I'm so excited! The Silent Sea with Gong Yu and um, some of our other favorite character actors in K Drama Land. That's right. <gasps> we have. Um, and so they are like a Korean space team that goes to the moon yeah and to to basically extract another space station type thing is how i'm understanding the trailer and they get there and it's kind of like alien and the thing combined because everyone's dead (laughs) on on the space station and then they have to figure out what's happening before they end up in the same fate and i cannot wait so at this point with the trailers i haven't seen Enough about what the relationships are between right? people because one of our favorite character actresses, Kim Sun Young, yes. is in it. And she was in, if you guys have seen Crash Landing on You, yeah. she was one of the North Korean Ajumas. Mm-hmm. And she was also in When the Camellia Blooms. Like those are two of the bigger ones. So I'm really. And she's a doctor, I think. On that. I think that's her role in this one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to her and Beiduna sharing the screen oh together. God, I think. So right? It's going to be so. Good. Yeah. Because Beijing is one of those women that also really shines with other women. Like they develop a bond, yes. and there's something about the 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 girl power that ends up happening when she starts playing with yeah. them. Like especially like in Stranger Two, what was her name? She's one of our oh. favorites, and I didn't. I don't have her name right in front of me. John Hajin. Yes, John Hajin. Yeah. Like they're. Johnny Jin, like they just play off each other so well and they both yeah. kind of support each other. And even when they don't agree, there's still this kind of respect and yeah. there's just something the way she plays in that. Mm-hmm. And even, even in kingdom, the way she plays with against the queen, <laughs> even though it's like, 
you know, the queen's going to have her killed. There still is this amazing, this, these moments. And then the queen ends up playing her sister in matrimonial chaos. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, they just, the, there's just something, ah, it's just, she's just, she, she just, connects. She connects so well with everybody she plays against, especially the women. It's just, yeah. oh, it's so good. And then her and Gong Yu. Oh my God. Like, I'm not even shipping it, but I would not say no to that. There. <sighs> There's some K-drama superstars. Yeah. Have they worked together before? I don't think so. Not, we, not in my understanding. How how did that happen? Right? How did that Hollywood wave build without the two of them working right? together? So my goodness. Um, maybe they did a film together? Maybe. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm really, I'm not well versed on uh, many of her films, but I don't think they have. Like she was, she wasn't, yeah, I don't think so. As I'm looking through this real quick, her, her. So yeah, these don't look, none of these strike me as a gong yeah. one. So you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. So talk yes. to us there and let us know yes. what we're missing because Please. I'm surprised they haven't worked together it's before. Just, this is going to be so, I'm just like so excited. <laughs> I mean, just the star power alone in it. And in space and, and in space, which also makes me so happy. So you make it sci-fi. And then listen, if we just diverge a little bit, but Gonyu's got this huge neck tattoo, which come on. Listen, stop, stop. Gonyu, you stop. That's a Christmas present. Right? Um, okay. So as we wrap this up, so obviously we love Beiduna here and uh, we can't wait for more. But if you had to recommend one, what would you recommend? Kingdom. Kingdom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's epic. There's zombies. She's a doctor. Yeah. It there there is terror. There is um an obstacle that they have to overcome and it's just a ride for all of those episodes. It really that's a really I think yeah. I, I think I would second that. Though I will say ah, if Sense8 was a K-drama, I would totally say Sense8. Yeah. Because she was <laughs> It was, well, it is if you don't is, watch any of the other storylines, story it does become a K-drama. <laughs> so, you know, maybe we'll go with it that way. It is, they are actually in Seoul. So it does, she, her scenes do take place in Seoul. So it is technically a Korean <laughs> just drama. Rip the show is so, just the parts that yeah. we want. Um, yeah. So I would say that, but um, if I, for a series, yeah, Kingdom was just, it was just a ride. Loved it. So good. Oh my God. We love you. We do. We love you so much. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's it. Like we just, we just wanted to kind of start sharing um, our thoughts on different actors, and we're going to start doing some finales and shows in general. And um, that's kind of what we're going to start doing with this podcast. So uh, let us know what you'd want to hear us talk about or kind of dig a little deeper on. Until then, we are the K3. I'm Jen. I'm Marie saying you. Thank you for being a part of this. We love talking to you. And be sure to find us on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also support us at ko-fi.com slash the K3. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, you can check us out on YouTube. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can check us out on all the podcasting streaming sites. We're there. You can take us with you uh, on any of your commutes. So until next time, bye. bye.